Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Record. Right, yeah. recording. I'm on. I've forgotten to do something really important. More. I've not watched a film. No. <laughs> right. Let's rock and roll. Is everyone recording? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to episode two of the Sofa Cinema Club series two. I'm Colson Smith and I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and we educate each other on the films that we should have seen but we haven't. The beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you need to do is watch along with the films that we watch at home and then come and listen to us every Thursday to join in and listen to our discussion on the film. Now, this series at the moment is a little bit different to the norm because we're recording it from lockdown. So me, Jack and Ben are not in the same place. I'm at home, Jack's at home, Ben's at home. You get the gist. So we're watching the film alone and then we come in by the powers of technology and recording the session. Was that some kind of cockerel in the back there? It, sound. I think it's you. I, I think it's the farm. It's the south. <laughs> Hang on, are you hearing like a snore? That, it sounds, that. you hearing yeah, that. that? Yeah, What's yeah that? it's the dog. It's snoring. It's got. <laughs> it's got to stop. <laughs> it is. Hang on. Let me go wake her up because it's doing my head in. <laughs> it's very high pitched. Just for reference, Jack's now picked a dog up, moved it, and he's right, back in I'm the back. room. Oh, she needs to get that yeah, airway was, sorted she, out. Yeah, she was. That's snoring. bad for a dog mm. of her size. That's a big <laughs> no, snore on her, isn't it? Each week we come together and we talk <laughs> about what we loved, hated, and rated. The film we've watched this week has been chosen by the boys, and the film is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But before we get into it, we've not seen each other now for. Three, four weeks? I mean, mm-hmm. what have you been up to? There's not much to do, but has anything changed? Um, from last week. Lego, it what was. What have you built, Jack? Yeah. What have you built? Are you onto the Taj Mahal? Have you finished it? No, not yet. Not onto that yet. I'm, I'm nearly finishing the Batman. I'm taking, I'm taking it slowly. You know what I mean? I mean, I could have done it all in a day, but where's the fun in that? I'm going to try and drag it out. that Lego as well, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, no, not really done anything else. Done the podcast with you. It's been on social media. That's getting boring now. We're in out of things to do. I'm gonna have TikTok. to do something. <laughs> have you have you started TikTok? TikTok I've sa- I have signed up to TikTok. Yeah, I'm still trying to work it out. It is still confusing. 
By the time this um, episode comes out, will you have posted onto TikTok? Yeah. Just people doing stupid dances. That's well, that's it. what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm going to try and recreate the Hugh Grant dance from Love Actually. <laughs> That'll be mint. Um, I, I made a TikTok and then I only wanted to do it to see if I could do it. And then I decided I could do it and I decided nobody mm. ever needed to Did you do it. flip the switch with your mum? <laughs> no, I didn't. It is, it's very weird being back at my parents. Like They've adapted a lifestyle now that suits two people. Like there's only two, <laughs> there's only two sofas, and the way they sit on them are both really antisocial for anybody else sitting down. How small are the sofas? They're, they're big, but the, the, the way they've positioned, <laughs> they won't let you on the sofa. Do they you have to down, sit like, on the when floor. You're on holiday, put towels on the sofa so you can't sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Do they run down at five in the morning? Go, no, oh, no, no. If you sod off, Colson, you go to the garden furniture. It's the way they position them. <laughs> the, the way they position them to the TV means that you can only see the TV if you sat in one place, and that one place I, I can't I can't get in. So it's it's a little bit antisocial, and there are other things that are a bit weird because obviously I'm in a routine now, and now I'm coming into my parents' routine. So it's it's very bizarre, actually. Do you have to queue for the loo? Do I have to queue for the loo? Um, Did your mum tuck you in at night? She she comes in, checks them all right. They they were going to watch um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with me. And my girlfriend they watched did, it with me. But they didn't want to get in bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, whilst we're on the topic of watching the films, mm. Amazon, £14.99, pregnancy pillow. Wow. The greatest purchase ever. You, you both said... You're doomed. You'll be straight asleep. It is mm. perfect. Last night, I sat in my bed from half ten at night till about twenty to one, watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I tell you what, I did not move once. I was there, arms resting, sat back, <laughs> phone, enjoying it. Phone uh, on your phone? No, probably. Yes. I, I, look, yes. I looked at it to see yeah. if you text, and you hadn't. Um, well, I was watching the film. But uh, do you know what? It was mint. Preg- pregnancy pillow. You'd never think a pregnancy pillow. No. It works so well. Have you got anything to talk about, Ben? Dog keeps escaping, and that's a right nightmare. The, uh, we've got, they live next to this... There's loads of trees in this forest, and the dog... And we, I've barricaded the dog. Perfect. Loads of old wood, loads of fencing, all this kind of stuff. Da, 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 da. Just as she's going to go to bed at night, after watching um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, one in the morning, <laughs> she just goes straight off into the wood. And this girl, next door neighbour, down the road's got rabbits, and she's just straight over there. So I have to go around in my indies and get the dog. <laughs> so that's, that's my lockdown. In going, come on now, come on, at one in the morning. In Excuse me, sir, what are you doing now? I'm walking the dog. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not, sir. <laughs> to the shops, no, I haven't. I'm walking around a wood in my underpants, <laughs> shouting for a dog. Not in it's your... Really um, legit, really. Not in your striped so dressing down. No, no, I'm going to stripe it. No, I just went... I didn't have time for dressing gown. It's just <laughs> full of panic. undies. 
the the crown slippers and I'm out. It, giving it the full. I hope I don't get mugged in the forest. It did make me it's laugh. It's not a usual dog's name either, is it? To be shouting at one another. I know. I didn't want to say that. You knew. Star. 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 What is that man doing? He's looking for a star. I'm looking for myself. It did make me laugh the other day, actually, when we said that we were going to ring each other at six o'clock or whatever, and then you put in the chat, make it quarter past six, the dog's escaped. (laughs) Me and Jack. Dude, it's every day. Me and Jack were sat in the chat, and we went, neither of us texted to say, oh, it'd be fine there. We just went, all right. (laughs) He comes back now. Now what I've worked out is, you open the back gate... So this morning she gets out, I open the back gate, I'm going to make a coffee, <laughs> take it easy, I sit down, she strolls back in, hiya, <laughs> she's been out on the tiles, hiya, I can go out, I'm a dog, you can't, you're human. Oh. You're not just walk it round with a lead. It's in the garden, Jack, you can't walk oh. it in the garden on a lead. I walk it outside in the woods, you just let mm. it go, that's fine, she comes back. It's when she's in the garden, she jumps over into the wood next door. Oh. Maybe that she's should like, be your isolation like hobby is dog proof in the garden. <laughs> massive fence. Massive, massive perimeter fence. fence. And what I need is one of those big lights that uh, I can just try pinpoint her on it in the middle of the wood. So last night my parents were going to watch the film with me. We wanted to watch it on Saturday. And then I said I was going to watch it on Saturday and Jack got on his high horse and went, no, you have to watch it the day before we do the podcast so it's fresh in the mind. So that makes sense. It, That's good. It, that makes sense. But my parents refused to watch it on a Monday night because apparently they're both too busy and important to be staying up past one o'clock but to watch. But they, sa- they still stayed on the sofas though, Coulson, didn't they? Because they I, didn't had, get a bed. I had to watch it upstairs. Coulson, are you hearing anything from their bedroom now? <laughs> <laughs> are you hearing any noises, Coulson? Are you hearing how awkward? Or are they hearing any noises from your bedroom? Coulson's swearing at me for all those views without pictures. But it's worth it's worth pulling out there, isn't it? Right, let's have a synopsis then. <laughs> Whose who's turn is it? Jack, synopsis. So, uh, synopsis for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, so... Randall P. McMurphy, played by Jack Nicholson, is an inmate in a prison. And um, so that he doesn't have to go to the prison, he opts and says that he's he's mental. He's got mental problems. So they have to take him to an asylum and then they have to uh, try and work out if he is mental or if he's just pulling their legs so that he's getting off with an easy time. And in there he meets some characters, some of the patients that are there and uh, a nurse that uh, he doesn't best get on with. Good. Done. Like That's it. the synopsis. Well done. Yeah. Did you take a breath? It's very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jack, you mm. have <clears throat> an obsession with Jack Nicholson, don't you? He's my favourite actor, yeah. I've seen The Shining, I've seen As yeah. Good As It Gets, and now I've seen this. Yeah. Um, what do you think of his acting ability? He always... I, I mean, from the films that I've seen that you like mm. him in, he portrays mm. mental health. Like Yeah, it, he does seem a bit unhinged. Yeah. In them films, yeah. He all he seems to do is portray mental health. Yes, he does it really well, but that's kind of mm. him, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And how different are the characters? Because that character is similar mm. to the character that's in The Shining. No. Do you not I, think I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say that, no. Well, his character changes during The Shining, doesn't it? 
Yeah. I just think when he plays something, like, so what I think the one bit that I was thinking for the whole film, which probably you two weren't thinking because you've seen it before, all I was thinking is, is he putting it on? Which is kind of the premise of the film, isn't it? Is them working yeah. it out. And me as the viewer for the first time, I was trying to work that out too. And I couldn't really... He's completely putting it on. But I, I, yeah, but of course I, he is. I couldn't work but it I out. Think, but I don't think he is. I, I'm going to yeah. throw a curveball in. As in, I think what he's saying is, he's as sane or as mental as the other ones yes. in there. Because you get to that bit where they're all sat down and he suddenly mm. clicks that some of them choose to be there. Mm. And I think what he was looking at and what the book is talking about and what he's so- saying as a character is that's him as a character, a bit off. Yeah. But mm. he could have easily been in that hospital if he'd taken a different turn I think he's just there thinking, because there's a pivot in the movie, isn't there? He's in the swimming pool. There's a pivot in the film where he goes, I've only got 60 days and I'm out. Yeah. And the guy, <clears throat> one of the hospital porters goes, oh, no, no, no. Your prison sentence, your prison time doesn't translate to hospital time. They can keep you as long as they want. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's pretending to be disturbed i think he's just having a right old laugh yeah 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 Yeah, that's what i mean yeah so yeah you were saying he is mental though no 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 he's not mental that's i'd saying he's not putting anything on he is just what he is in that oh no i mean yeah he is just being himself he's told them though that he is mental yes 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 but it's all a gag to him yeah he'll he'll get found out after 30 days yeah he'll go back to prison he's got another 30 days he's like it was a bit of a gag a jolly smoke I get to muck around, play, play cards, some cards, whatever. great. And then the pivot of the movie is when he turns around and goes, oh, no, 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 you can be here mm. as long as they want. Mm. And that's the moment he it flips for him, doesn't yeah. it? And he decides, yeah. right, I've got to escape. Yeah. For me, you know when he first comes in and meets everybody and he's looking around and there's kind of that shot of him taking in his surroundings, working out where he is, and he's a bit like, okay, I can make this work. And then he has that bit where he kind of looks up and lets out like that laugh and starts to jump around to like mimic insaneness. But that to me showed a level of insanity to do that. So I, when I was watching it, I'm, I'm still working out. And even when it finished, I was, you know, how much was he putting on? So it's interesting that you both kind of have a different way on that because i'm not sure if i'd agree so with me you know the group you know the group therapy yeah mm. so that became group therapy they lived in the hospital all the actors and that group therapy became group therapy and they just filmed it so they didn't know what they were going to do or what they were going to write mm. or what they were filming so that they had those therapy sessions because i was when i was watching it i was thinking it's bloody well filmed because it feels so real. Yeah. It's f- so real. Yeah. Like, Danny DeVito as Martini is so good. Oh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Apparently, he invented... You mean Mr. Wormwood? <laughs> Who's Mr. Wormwood? What's he's that? in Matilda, isn't he? Uh, he's Matilda's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Wormwood. But he invented, while they were filming, an imaginary friend to get himself through it. They all went a bit off. That's what was mad. interesting, is that they all had psychosis even nicholson didn't he mm. so when when was the film released 75 um, 75 74 was it filmed how in old 74? is the book 
63 and the book and film two different writers well the guy who wrote the book actually sued the um uh production company michael douglas because he produced it for uh not living up to his end of the bargain to change he changed too much of the book it's like charlie cheswick is meant to die in the swimming pool and uh it's changed. narrated isn't it in the book yeah. So it comes from one person's point of view, narrated through the book. And who's, so because who's he, point of view? It's another character we don't see in the film. Okay. Right. There's a, I think so, a doctor or something, and he's talking about everyone in there, and it was narrated from that. Kirk Douglas wanted to play it, because he played it in the play. It was a play. Yeah. From the book, it became a play. Kirk Douglas got the film, got the book rights, sent it to the director. The director never received them. It took them another five or ten years to get round to saying, why haven't we made it? By mm. that time, Kirk Douglas was too old. To so play Michael, the part. Yeah, he to wanted play to play part. Nicholson's he part. Play he wanted to play Nicholson's part. And he's never seen it. The writer never saw the film. Oh, really? Never watched it. Point of principle. Yeah, he must no, have done. How come he sued him then? The script must have been the script. He never, uh. never watched it. He saw one clip and didn't know what it was. Realised what it was and switched it immediately <laughs> off. <laughs> because he, it wasn't the book he'd written. I think he was obviously coming from if he's, a point of view of... Yeah, if he's written it from a point of view of the doctor, a healthcare yes, professional, and yes, then you're seeing yeah. the film from the point of yeah. view of Nicholson, you're going yes. from a patient to a doctor, which is yes. two completely ah, yeah, different yeah, yeah, stories. Yeah. So I can I see that was why. It. That happened again for another Jack Nicholson film in The Shining, Stephen King didn't like The Shining because it was so different from the book. Oh, really? Yeah, because Kubrick changed it. Uh, but it is different because Kubrick tries to keep it on a more real aspect, whereas Stephen King, it, it, uh, the, the baddie in The in the Shining is, is the hotel. So the oh, hotel okay, comes yes, alive. Yes. And in the maze, all the statues start moving. And Kubrick uh, said, it's just a bit too far-fetched for me, pal. I'm not having that. Give me not an axe. I'm not having that. I'm, I'm not a, having that. I'll have an axe and some snow, please. And then we're yeah. off. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Right, I'm gonna um I'm gonna either upset you or you're either gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna tell you what I think. So I enjoyed one part of the film a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed any other part of the film. When they're not in the hospital, I'd loved it. Okay? The minute about forty minutes in, they escape, they go on the boat trip, and I went, This mm. is it. This is gonna be mint. Cause I thought that's the film. The film is... Oh, them out. They're out. Not crazy people out. Yeah. Interestingly, That's... they didn't want to... Uh, the director didn't want that whole scene. He never wanted to go outside of the hospital. Who did? And they filmed it. The director did... I think Nicholson wanted to do it, or they suggested filming it. They filmed it, and then it got put in, and they didn't want to do it. I know Nicholson and the director didn't actually get on while filming it, because the director had a view that the asylum would would be complete chaos when nicholson's character first gets introduced and nicholson said well no it should be all calm it should be fine and it should be my character's introduction to the asylum that then changes yeah, everything makes it, wow. which is what ended up happening in the film but that they didn't speak to each other they refused to speak throughout the whole film and the director would call for rehearsals with all the cast to rehearse his idea of what he wanted to do in the film. And not Jack Nicholson. No, no. Nicholson told all the cast members to not turn up. And they didn't. And they turned up to Nicholson's rehearsals and they rehearsed together without the director. So is Nicholson a bit of a a bellet? Well, he also also had some stakes in what the film would make. He he did that quite a lot. He did with Batman. He did did it big with Batman, didn't he? He did it big with Batman. He took a bit on the back end. He took a percentage of what the film makes, so then he's got more power than just being the lead actor. So have you, Coulson, essentially, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, we've established is set in a hospital, and you've just literally said the only (laughs) bit you liked was the bit that wasn't set in a hospital. (laughs) So for the bit that was a bit like Jaws... When they're in a boat going round fishing, they escape, don't they? Yeah. They escape out, he takes all the inmates out, and they're all having, they have a fishing trip, and they catch a massive, I don't know what it is, tuna or something. But they, and the, um, the bit where, so, the minute he's on Chief's shoulders, I'm like, well, he's obviously going to get caught. And then when he gets over, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the film. So in my head then, I was like, we've just gone from what I think was going to be a wanky arty film in a hospital to Ooh, we're <laughs> we're hello. out and Wanky about arty film we're in a school bus and we're on a boat and it's mint oh my goodness it's speed yeah. all over again <laughs> and then it- <laughs> <laughs> when they're coming back in the fishing trip mm. you won't know who this is Coulson but Angelica Houston is Wh- one oh, of the audience well, I know. Whitney, Whitney's sister <laughs> she was going out with Jack Nicholson Morticia Adams from Adams Family. Yes. You've seen that? Yeah, yeah she said. Seen that. Uh, you seen the witches? You seen the witches? No. Colson. No. The witches. I haven't. You have. I haven't. I haven't. I genuinely haven't. I know I should have, but I haven't. So, just getting back to it, Colson, the fishing trip finishes, and that's the end of the film for you. Well, <laughs> I, 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 if, it, if it was, I'd have been buzzing because then we've only had an hour and 20, but there was another hour of the film, which was in hospital. But for me, that second half was a lot better. Because I think watching the film first time, it took the escape and the fishing trip for me to understand Nicholson's character. Because at first, it's all quite confusing and it's a long opening and it's a long setting of you learning what these characters are. So the scene where they're playing cards 
That, essentially, is an introduction to all the characters, yeah? It's an introduction mm. for the audience. You two forget that when you're watching it, you already know who they are. Whereas, yeah, But we have, we have had to watch it once yeah, for the first but time. but I haven't got a clue this time. So I, you know, just watched it, not knowing. It's a bit like Racing Stripes. I never realised the zebra. <laughs> I didn't get to know the zebra. <laughs> Whereas me and Stripes were best friends. <laughs> you were best mates. Yes, I think that, but don't you think that's very clever? Is that what he does is set up the hospital so very well and those characters so very well. And then you've got that basis. So then when they do escape on the fishing trip, you're kind of like, oh, this is a bit... I love the bit where he introduces them all as doctors. As doctors. Yes. <laughs> they all change, don't they? Yes. Yes. Says, here they go, hello, I am a doctor. It's like someone yeah. believed... Very famous, Mr. Dr. Cheswick. <laughs> he goes, mm. They loved it. Yes. So there's a bit just before they get on the boat where the guy stops them getting on the boat uh, and says, what are you doing, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, yeah, we're from the hospital, we're all doctors. And he introduces all the each inmates patient. as doctors, each patient, and they love it. Yeah, <laughs> apart <laughs> from Harding, who he doesn't quite like, he calls him Mr. Doesn't he? Yeah, he not doctor. Mr. Not Harding. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant bit in the film. Yeah, yeah. That, but that whole bit, from the minute they escape, that 20 minutes is fun. But and that was yes, sh- but Coulson, you own it, and we've done this before in films. Yeah, yeah. You only get that payoff of the fishing trip by having the setup before it. If it was a fishing trip with some blokes all in a going around in a circle trying to catch a tuna, it's not interesting. But ben, I beg to differ. Food- Coulson would love that fucking film. <laughs> fishing trip, going round in circle. Sign me up. <laughs> Is there a zebra in it? There is actually a film that came out about a fishing trip called Fisherman's Friends. I, I'm sure it will feature on the podcast at some point. Oh, God. But you oh. will love it. But, so we go back okay. to the hospital. We've had the fishing trip. He's no longer really talking about escaping because, one, he's proved he can do it. Now, but he still thinks at this point, Coulson, he's leaving. He's going yeah. to get out. He's leaving. But it hasn't occurred to him yet he might have to stay there indefinitely. But he's mm. now developed a different type of friendship and he's got the respect of all of them. Because yep. when they're taking the bets, that's him gaining respect. And he can't get respect because he can't pick up the water cooler. So, you know, that's a bit of a knockback. Then he escapes, then he has the respect and they all kind of believe in him and they're all together and he because is the Because doesn't he start treating them as people yes. rather than patients? Which is all yeah. this, he, he, in effect... He looks after them better than a staff member does, which... Well, better than Nurse Ratchet does. Yeah. That's the point. And the main story, Fred, that that's shown in is his relationship with Chief. Yeah. So Chief is a character that they call deaf and dumb. So he doesn't speak, he can't hear you, he doesn't talk, he doesn't really move. He's just there. He's massive, he's seven foot. Whereas Jack Nicholson's character really makes the effort and it's clear that nobody has made the effort with chief and it takes him a good hour into the film for him to break down into this character but when he does there's this friendship built and that was the other part in the film that i really liked was the friendship Mm. between them two characters and obviously that's kind of the friendship that carries us through until the end of the film Mm. which without giving too much away at this point we won't touch on just yet but I mean, you might as well, because this podcast is all about people who have seen this, isn't it? 
<laughs> I don't know. You meant to watch the film and then you join what? us on join Plot us. Twist. Then... We're not going to tell you. I, I so they did end... want an, they did want another ending. They didn't want the ending that you see, which is Nick, Jack Nicholson being the, well, the, the character being lobotomized. The ending is it lobotomized in that way? Yes. They cut your head open. They cut your head open. So what happens is Nicholson's character decides he's got to escape because he could be in the hospital indefinitely. He gets these girls to come into the hospital. They have this huge party, this drink. He gets the keys. He's going to open the window and escape. He gets drunk. He falls asleep. He wakes up. They lock him back in. He's not going to be able to escape. And they start giving him electric shock therapy, putting electrodes on his brain. Yeah. He comes back in and goes, no, he's fine, he's fine. But then at the, the very end of the film, it. he's lobotomized. So they take the two scars he's on got the, the top scar, of his head. Yeah. They chop out, uh, which is what they used to do. They used to cut out Bits parts of, brain. of people's brain. And it, sto- it lobotomized you. So it made you, well, functional. Gone. But that's it. Nothing Gone. No. Um, and Chief kills him. Smothers him with a pillar, doesn't he? Smothers him with a pillar. Going through where I was with the film, the bits that I said I liked were the happy and the light bits. So I was not expecting this to have the sad ending that it had. Even up to the point of the party is really high tempo. You know, he's clearly going to escape. He's practically escaped. He's got all the opportunity there to go. But then, obviously, he falls asleep because he does something nice for one of the other patients, which kind of shows a difference in his personality. The only thing that happens, though, Coulson, towards the end of the film, which is the big twist when he wakes up, is he tries to kill the nurse. Yeah. He tries to strangle her. But why does he try to kill her? Because... Because he blames her for 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 Billy killing himself. Yeah, Yeah. because she mentions Billy's mum, which is clearly a very sensitive subject, and she keeps mentioning it, and Nicholson's character clicks on that there's something sensitive around that, and then he goes and kills himself. After the nurse has pressured him into doing it. Yeah. It's sad. It's It's sad. It's sad, and it came from nowhere. See, I watched this with my girlfriend last night, and she had a completely different opinion of the film. Had she seen it? No, she'd not seen it before. She finished watching it, and I went, it's good, isn't it? I went, Nurse Ratchet, what a bitch. She went, well, she's not. She's not. She was like the one I was rooting for. I went, what? She was doing a good job. She was like, no. He came in, and he took the piss. He was acting like a dickhead all the way through the film. He, there's people in the, in that hospital that are really unwell, and he's in there. He's oh, I taking, like that. I he's, like that. He's taking them out on fucking fishing trips. Yeah. He's bringing in prostitutes. He's forcing sex, forced Billy to have sex with that girl. So, yeah, she was just trying to do her job and control everything, and he was just running around like like a dickhead. So she said, I had no compassion for him whatsoever when he got killed. Deserved it. I like that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's it. She's got night, a point, night. though. Turn the lights off. She's got a very good point. Very good point. I like that. Because everyone I've always known to watch that film has said, Nurse Ratchet, what an evil bitch. Because you're so beguiled by Nicholson, aren't you? Because yeah. you're almost so in love with that character Nicholson yeah. plays, that romantic character, and see her as he, authority. He really, does yeah. from day one. He picks her as the enemy, and he goes for it. From the minute mm. he's in the hospital... You know, he, he picks her out, He's, he tries to make her life hell, and he does. And it starts off with little things like changing the music, not taking the tablets. Then it develops into a little bit bigger things, and then, obviously, at the end, he physically tries to kill her. 
But there is an argument as to whether she did entice that throughout the film. But I definitely do think, even after what your girlfriend said, Jack, the scene with Billy, there is clearly Mm. something there where Nurse Ratchet, you look at her and you go, that's nasty. What she's doing there is nasty. Because you see Billy. Billy is a character. He's by far the youngest person in the hospital. You know, he's Mm. a patient that Nicholson probably has a better connection with out of most. And when you watch her push him, you just think that's, that's nasty. And you, you, Mm. cause you kind of see in the film from Nicholson's perspective can see why he goes to strangle her and tries to kill her. Like, well, he gets involved, doesn't he? Yeah. He goes from a point. It's, that's what's so clever about the film and the book. You start off with a character who's just wants an easy ride and have a bit of a laugh and wind everyone up to the point where he's fighting for them. Yeah. He's fighting for those guys. He, feel, he's he fighting. feels responsible for them. I mean, it's a, hell of a, it's a hell of an acting job. But then he finds out they're voluntary as well. Yeah, that that's a big moment, time. isn't it, Jack? That's a big mm. moment. When they sat down in the group therapy thing and he says, you shouldn't be treating them like this. None of you are crazy. None of you are crazy. And, and she sort of says... No, they're here on their own accord. I'm not keeping anybody prisoner. So he's like the only one who is. I mean, there's a few yeah. others on the ward that are technically but not the majority. Allowed, but the majority choose to be there. Choose don't to they? be there, yeah. And they start putting their hands up when he asks them, "Who yeah. else has to stay?" And they don't. They mm. can leave, and he can't get his head around that. No, I think that really spins him. It's very clever. There's two really huge bits in the middle of that film, kind of plot twists yeah. where. You see him play it brilliantly as well. You see that facade drop, don't you? It was the first film that I've actually watched for a while. And when the credits come up, I didn't... I kind of just Did you just sit there and watch? watch, Yeah. 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 I did. We did that last night. I wasn't in a rush to turn it off. And then I was kind of awake. Because I was Mm. like, oh, it's rough. It makes you think. And he didn't deserve it. And he had so much life. Yeah. That character had so much life in him. And at the end, he's lobotomised, he's got nothing. That's why Chief kills him, smothers him with a pillow. And that, the, bit, the bit of Chief where it's like, that is that absolute beauty and utmost of friendship where Chief's gone, okay, there's only one thing that I can do for him now. Yeah. And Chief kills him because Chief knows kills that him. he's not there anymore. Yeah. And that, you know, that's a big thing. And that kind of story of... Jack Nicholson's character being the only one to make the effort with Chief and then Chief's way of repaying him is by killing him. Mm, like, smart. It, mm. But it, it's sad. Like, it is sad. Mm. So for me, you know, Ben's laughing and joking about the fishing trip, but the film has taken you from a high of a fishing trip to an unexpected low of yeah. the ending. Because I, my, my personal feeling, when they said that he was coming back, there's a rumour that he's escaped... And I thought, we're just never going to know. It's just going to be lights off and we're never going to know. But when I saw him walking back, I thought, well, he's had the shock therapy and it'll have done exactly the same as it did last time. And he comes back and they've obviously done this operation on his brain. They, in effect, have taken the person, the personality away. And then it happens and it's like, it is Mm. rough. That's a turn all over there, Coulson, isn't it, kid? I mean, Jack... You've given it... Jack talked racing stripes up last week, so this is my perfect time to say, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go first, yeah. actually, because it's our film. Go on then, let's, let's so, get into it. Let's have the ratings. Well, for me, 
Um, I think it's got everything. I think um, the writing, um, even the score, even that, that's up there. The the acting, the cast. Five Oscars, didn't it, Jim? Five, yeah. One that, all five. One all five top big ones. It's a ten from me, anyway. A ten? Ten, yeah. It literally yeah, is shit true. or bust for you, isn't it? Like, it, it it's it's... It's it's fuck all our full guns. No, that's only my second ten, I think. Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I love about it. The complexity of the story, the simplicity of the filming. He doesn't muck around with camera shots. Mm. He makes you feel like you're in that hospital so very quickly with these with these patients. And each one of them is very, very good. Yeah. They create a whole in tiny little ways. Martini, all this. I think all the characters, crazy. I think, could stand alone as the lead yeah. character in any other film. Yeah. I mean, that's how good the cast is. Yeah, and I think he's sensational. I think she's sensational. I think the ending is absolutely fantastic. I think it's a film that sits with you, and it's from the seventies, and we're mm. watching it now and still talking about it in twenty twenty, and that's extraordinary. So yeah. uh, ten, ten. Wow, it's already scored more than Racing Stripes. Hey, really? <laughs> yeah. What a tragedy! That's awful. Well, there's a fault in our system, surely. <laughs> a race hold on what? As I said, a, it's a it's, zebra that can, thinks it's a horse. It is a slightly one-sided podcast, but I have got the nation backing well, that's me. That's the premise, Coulson. So, fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say there's anything that I particularly didn't like. There was the odd bit that I found frustrating and that's only when it was in the hospital and I would probably say that was the pace of it. But then, like Ben has explained, you have to go at a pace to get the reward of the film. So understanding that and taking that in and the fact that the film did make me go, okay, here we go they're on a fishing trip this is mint this is funny <laughs> so then the, they're gonna get a tuna maybe a crab to so then the point of the sadness at the end and it really is you know a sadness at the end and it is a bit of a you know in a pardon the fishing pun it is wind out of the sails in you know the end i'm going to go i'm gonna take a leaf out of jack's book i'm gonna go 8.5 8.5, that's big. That's it it is big, Ooh. and, you know, I, I won't go... The, the only bit is, for me, I've seen better films, yeah. and it's fine, when yeah. people... I think 8.5 is yeah, very steady. When people ask me about very a film, steady. I can definitely talk about it, I can definitely hold a conversation on it, but it, it it's not got... It's, yeah, it's yeah, 8.5. Yeah, that, I think that seems like a very steadied rating, Coulson. So 28.5 out of 30, which takes it straight to the top of the leaderboard of series two, with Racing Stripes yeah. in a close second. <laughs> what did Racing Stripes 15. 15. <laughs> um, so two completely different films in two episodes. That kind of is what we're about at the Sofa Cinema Club. That's what we've done for the past series, and that's what we're going to continue to do for this. This time, I want you two to go, oh, fucking hell, he's pulled something out of the bag here. He really has. 
So it's a film that you might not have heard of. I think Ben has, because I think I've probably had this conversation with him. Jack, I don't think you have. Um, as you all know, as you all know, as you two know, as everyone is about to know, um, obviously most of my family live in New Zealand. It's a film from New Zealand. It is called Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, it is an oh unbelievable my, film. Happy birthday, Ricky. Ricky Baker, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky Baker, 13 today. It's, have you seen it, Jack? No, I don't think I have. Oh, mate. It's a great oh, film. It's a Producer Ben's favourite film. And my from the reaction, I'm, I'm already happy. Oh, right. It's, oh, good. Uh, it must be good. Mate, you're going to love it. Is it you're good? Gonna, yeah. It's, it's a great film, great, mate. Ricky Baker. Film. You'll love it, Jack. You'll love it. It's a... T- do you know what this could be? This could be. I'm going to throw it out there. Even before this could be a big ten, ten, ten. Really? It's oh, that Jack, good? It's Jack, good. you're looking. You're going to love it's this, good. dude. It's good. You're going to love it, mate. It's brilliant. So, watch it at home. Be back. It's on Netflix. Netflix I, think. I think it'll be. It's on one of the streaming services. Make sure you watch it. It definitely is oh, worth watching. Banger. It's not the usual shite that I pick. It's. It's. <laughs> it, it's got. <laughs> got what I like. I love that. That's got to be the key for the podcast. It's not the normal shit, I think. <laughs> so listen next week, because it's, it's not the normal shit. It's better. It's a good film this time. It's got a little bit of something else. Thank you for listening. See you next yes, week. thank you. Good night, God bless. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.